You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today, I have Miami from Feminine War with me. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, This is our first podcast back after the hiatus. So I'm so excited to talk to you and have you tell us uh, a little bit about Feminine Roar and your experiences. Um, So let's just, let's dive right in. Tell me um, about Feminine Roar and what it is that you do. Yes. So Feminine Roar is a publication and organization, and our goal is to highlight women that are making a difference both behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. And our overall mission is representation, because this is a male-dominated industry. So we had to pave our own lane. Um, we're fully operated by women, and it was founded by a woman. So girl power, that's our whole mission. <laughs> I love that mission. Um, and that's what uh, our mission is at the Broken Glass Podcast is to really highlight these stories. Um, so I feel like it fits right in with your mission as well. Love it. Um, so let's go back. Um, let's go back to the beginning of, I guess, Feminine Roar and your experience. So, um, you know, how did Feminine Roar start? How did you get into the entertainment space? Um, what did that look like for you? Yes. So the idea of Feminine Roar, before I even came up with the name, um, I birthed it in 2018. Um, so I was at my internship and I'm just like, I I can't get a job because I'm obviously a college student. So I'm like, why not start my own publication? Because it's just like, don't wait around for opportunities, create your own opportunities. Um, But the pandemic is really what pushed me to bring it to life. Because I realized with this industry, it's either you're working for a major company or you're freelancing, but also working a nine to five. And I felt it was very important for me to have like my own thing where no one can take that away from me. You can't fire me so it's just like let me start this but really the real inspiration um was actually in 2019 i was working at the revolt summit and so that's p diddy's um conferences and what really like what opened my eyes was even though he's the face of the company all of his companies were ran by women like all the presidential the executive suites those were all women and also women of color and so in that moment i realized I can do it too. So why wait around? Why wait for a man to give me a chance when I can be the face of my own company and also bring along other women and put them in actual roles that can make a difference? So basically like executive roles. Right. Oh, that's so amazing. And I I feel the same way. It's like, I think a lot of us really realized um, in the last year, year and a half that, you know, all these jobs were going away and we needed to really you know, take charge of our own careers and our own lives. Um, and I love what you did. And I think that's amazing that you're really building something up for, for the, you know, the, the community and to help women get these roles. Um, so what, 
what uh, what was your start to the entertainment music industry like? How did you how did you get your foot in the door? Um, you know, did, was it something that you always thought you would do, or was it something that kind of came later in life for you? Um, I like to say, and I say this all the time, music chose me. I did not choose music, and so I let me take it way back to when I was a toddler, when the um, Backstreet Boys, I wanted this yes. way. <laughs> <laughs> I was a BSB fan too. <laughs> uh, so in that moment, I'm just a toddler. I'm like, I'm going to work in music. And so like, people are like, okay, that's just a kid. No, like, this is what I wanted to do since I was like, yay tall. Um, so for me, I'm from Maryland. So Maryland is not a musical state. It's where I'm from is not a musical city as well. Um, so we have the Recording Academy, which is in Washington, DC, our DC chapter. And so they had like Grammy U ambassador internships at the time, I had missed the deadline. But I'm not gonna sit here and like, you know, just mope around and feel bad for myself. I put on like Grammy U focused events. And so when the time came to do the ambassador program, I didn't even have to interview. It's just like, okay, we saw that you're at events. We saw that you're putting on events at school. Why not become a Grammy U ambassador? So I was a Grammy U ambassador, which then led me to um, getting an internship at Sony. And I like to think that's God because that internship actually, um, somebody else had interviewed for that role. And so they happened to live in Miami. Uh, <laughs> but I think they just had like a housing situation or something. They couldn't find housing and I'm like, mom, what can we do? I need to get to New York in two weeks. Um, so <laughs> I looked around, I'm like, hey, let me see which one of my friends can let me stay with them. And so I found a friend um, that allowed me to live on his couch. And so ever since then, I just continued grinding. Um, but back to my childhood, I'm all over the place. I'm so sorry. No, that's, that's okay. <laughs> um, so back to my childhood, when I was, um, so in elementary school, I was always a kid that would like, literally put on like musical events like I in second grade I reached out to my teacher I'm like hey can we have a class talent show and they're like of course um and then when I got to fifth grade I realized like I really have an ear for music and a lot of the times I should not call them my friends I'm like because you're 18 I'm 10 we're not friends looking back now but uh <laughs> they would come to me they're like can you help us with our mixtapes I'm like of course so I would like create play playlists based on their music and just like sequence their whole albums and so I have a younger brother and so what we'll do we'll like burn the cds on the albums i mean we'll burn the cds on the computer buy skittles at the store and so this is bundles before it was official bundles before bundles were even added onto billboard we were doing this in elementary school um so we would just sell like the mixtapes at school and so i was just like oh wow okay and so <laughs> I would also like this is so oh my goodness I would send like I would look at the back of the CDs and I would like look at the address I'm like okay who's the executive producer this person okay and so I would write them letters I'm just like hey I'm the hardest working fifth grader can I work for you um so that's like it's always been a part of my life um but I officially got like my foot through the door in 2017 once I'm uh, not 2017 2016 once I was given an opportunity with the Grammy to become an ambassador and ever since then I've just like continued to like grow and try to like elevate and like solidify myself in the industry and I think you made a couple really great points there um and it's I mean now it's hard to do and we don't have a lot of physical you know CDs we don't have CDs we don't have records we don't have cassettes as much anymore um but kind of taking 
whatever kind of action you can to get your foot in the door and to contact people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, looking at the back of the CD and seeing who was the executive producer. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, um, when they're looking to get careers in the industry and they're looking to, you know, to meet people and, and, and get their foot in the door, they don't do that kind of thing. Right. They just think that they apply and, and they should get the job. And that's kind of in the very beginning, how huh? I was, I'm like, I'm applying for this job. Why can't I get it? Um, but it's really getting to know the people and really finding those creative ways mm-hmm. to reach out because I'm sh- a lot of people I'm sure weren't doing that. They weren't looking and seeing, Oh, you know, who can I reach out to? Who can I contact? You know, that's not the, like the hiring person, you know, the HR person. Right. Um, so I think that's, you know, when you're looking to get your foot in the door, it's great to be creative and that's one way to do it. And, you know, they still do print CDs. So, you know, go to the record store and, and look for CDs. Um, and then the other thing you mentioned too, um, you know, you're in Maryland mm-hmm. and um, I'm from New Jersey originally. Nice. And I was kind of that place where I'm like, like central New Jersey. So, you know, I wasn't in New York and I wasn't in Philadelphia. So I wasn't, you know, I still had to commute to get mm-hmm. anywhere. Right. Like I had to take, you know, it, when I had my internship in New York, it was about um, two hour one way trip in, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you made a good point about finding like something like your local chapter, right? To get that kind of experience. So you yeah. found Grammy U, which um, I actually didn't know about till I moved to Los Angeles. I went to grad school. I didn't even know it existed. Um, so I think that's a great resource too um, to get involved um, and to just find those places and those organizations that are in your community or close to your community where you can, can reach out and, and get involved because, um, you know, when you come from an area that doesn't exactly have a a music scene, it can be hard, you know, it can be hard to get your foot in the door. And that's another way of being creative and and finding a way to get involved. Um, Because I remember after I graduated college, it was kind of like, well, you know, I want to get in the industry, but I'm sitting here in central New Jersey and I'd have to move, you know, Mm -hmm. it's because four hour commuting in a day, right? You think about that in a week, like that was too much for me. Actually used to Um, do that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I did it for my internship and it was like, I don't know if I could do this. So, you know, I had to make the move to a city. So I I ended up moving to Los Angeles Mm -hmm. um, instead of New York, which was closer, (laughs) but um you know, it's, it's really finding, finding your way, right? Like, yeah, no. And I, I love that. And I love just to hear the initiative that you took. And I think that's really inspirational for, for our listeners and for other women looking to come up into the industry is, you know, one, how can you get creative? And then two, you know, what can you do, right? Find those organizations. So I think that's um, amazing. And then with your organization too, right. You're kind of building that bridge as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, I kind of want to talk about Feminine Roar and then the kind of impact that you've had. So, um, you know, we talked about what, what you do, um, but I kind of want to like, do you have any, I guess, examples, um, any experiences that you can share, um, how it kind of works, how you, how you really help build those bridges? 
Yeah. Um. So going back to like cramming you, we just didn't want um, Feminine Roar to just be like a publication, like focused on like pop culture. Um. For me, it was really important to have an educational side as well. So last month, for instance, we had a workshop. Um. Actually, we pitched the Recording Academy, and we had a workshop, and it was Grammy U focused, as you mentioned. You didn't even know about Grammy U, and some of our interns and some of their friends never heard of Grammy U. Um. So this. This was really a moment for them to like really like start forming relationships in the industry um so what we also want to focus on like moving forward is continue having workshops and not just having them more so like you know how panels where you feel like people are just speaking at you like what makes our workshop different is you actually you're going to be on the camera as well along with our guests and you're going to get to communicate with them and have a conversation and it's just that also like okay um these are gems this is what i did feel good no it's just like really tell us what is your road to success what did you do to get to this point because people want to see this journey like from a real perspective, not just like glitter, like get, um, graduate school um, and then like get your foot to the door. No, this is what you did. Like I was working three jobs. I was sleeping on the floor. <laughs> I just happened to be at the studio. Like we really want to hear the real story because when people come into the industry, a lot of the times they don't know, like it's really competitive. It is cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Like of course you meet a lot of great people, but we just want people to share their real experience. Um, and then also, Besides like the workshop, we're moving forward with a mentorship program later on this year to partner um, future interns with like potential like mentors so they, they can really learn from somebody because I'm still young. So it's just like I can only teach you so much. It just makes more sense to connect you with a veteran. Right. No, I love that. And I think that's a great way. Um, you know, we did that in my grad program where, um, you know, after I graduated, um, they would connect us with the incoming students, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think, no, I did have a mentor. I did have a mentor. And, you know, it, it really helps to to get, like you said, that experience and understand, you know, where the next steps are, um, you know, and I was that for someone as well. Um, you know, I met with her and we talked about um, not even, we talked about how to get through the program and some of the different classes that, um, you know, she was struggling with, mm -hmm. but also, what comes next, you know, what comes after okay. what's available for you. And I think that's really important because, um, you know, just a lot of people, you know, at least for me, when I went into music industry, I was like, it's record labels, right? <laughs> like that's all I thought it was. And I ended up working for a sheet music publisher. So, you know, it's, it's, um, that's another thing too, is just to see those different avenues, There's right? So much. There's so you know, it's and especially now with technology right like mm -hmm. it's you know once upon a time it was probably just you know record labels music mm -hmm. publisher and you know studios but now it's there's just a whole world of it and I think that's great to to have those mentors in place who can connect and say okay well you can do this you know there's you know going down this avenue or there's the recording or you know there's just there's so much to this industry now that it's it's pretty incredible I love it. Yes. And I also, I think like, cause we also do cover like technology side as well. So it's just like, 
you can you don't have to come from a musical background to enter the industry but it's important to like find something that you're passionate about because you don't want to be working and marketing but you're passionate about anring so it's very important to really learn about different positions in the industry yeah and i think that's a good point too that you don't have to have a musical background um you know i know a lot of people who came into the industry who just had a love for music Mm -hmm. and they just had a love for for the industry and for what they did but they mm-hmm. never played, you know, they maybe, you know, messed around at a piano once or twice, but they never had that musical training and there were still roles for them, right? Mm-hmm. There was still a role in marketing. There was still a role in, you know, finance, you know, you could have your specialty, but still be in the industry, which I think that's what I love about the industry is that you don't have to um, be a professional musician to be working in it. You really don't have to have any credentials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. I mean, you can just love the industry and be good you know, at what you do. Like, exactly. People are going to notice. It's just like, okay, mm-hmm. now what do you bring to the table? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and your hard work and determination too. That's, exactly. I think that's that's key as well is to show that you can, you know, really work hard and, you know, make an impact. Exactly. And that's like the overall thing. It's not about you. It's not about the material things. It's like, what impact are you having on other people's lives? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And kind of along that impact line, um, how, you know, have you seen an impact so far on women that you've, you know, connected with through Feminine Roar? Have you, have you seen that come to fruition yet? Are you kind of still in the beginning phases of really, you know, working with women? Um, we're really still in the beginning phases because we're just two months in. Um, mm-hmm. But like one thing that I've noticed is like, because at first when we started like pitching, you know, it was really difficult because it's just like, okay, we've never heard of you. Like, what are you doing? Um, but once they noticed that like we're genuine with what, 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 wow, I'm stumbling. They noticed that we're genuine with what we're doing and they started to see like more of our interviews and like listen to our questions. I think like, older vets started to like take notice they're like okay let's give them an opportunity and they would Mm -hmm. also like take it upon themselves to introduce us to other people and also just share our publication which has given us like a lot of opportunities now like we get so many interview requests um we actually have the option now to like decline interviews because it's just like growing but yes that's over overall that's what's happened so far And that's exciting when you have the point where you get to the point where you can say no, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, (laughs) yeah, but it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard, but at the same time, it's, that's when, you know, you're at a place, right. Where things are really starting to work and you, you have the option to say yes or no. And you don't have to just, you know, say yes, yes, yes to everything. Right. Mm -hmm. You can really start to, you know, determine what's best for you and the, the publication and what you're, future path. Right. So that's amazing. Um, so kind of, we talk a lot about, um, on the, we talk, oh my gosh, I'm stumbling too now (laughs) on the podcast. We talk a lot about, um, you know, being a woman in the industry and, um, you know, our struggles to get there and and how we got there. Um, -hmm. have you in, in getting your foot in the door through Grammy U and Sony and starting your publication, have you come across any obstacles, um, you know, being a woman in the industry? And if you did, how did you overcome those obstacles? Um, 
I think our voice is not being taken seriously. Um, like you can have like all the knowledge, all the credentials, but like sometimes men are like, are you sure? Are you sure what's doing? I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's like the only like struggles that I face. Um, but a lot of times, like if you're not going to give me an opportunity, I'm not going to sit here and wait for you. I'm just going to create my own opportunity. And with that, what I notice is when somebody doesn't want to give you an opportunity, they always circle back once they notice like what you're doing is taken off. Um, so that's one thing that I've noticed in the last few years. But other than that, it's just like being taken seriously as a woman. That's like one of the obstacles that I faced. Right. And then you just have to show that, you know, what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I was very lucky in my career, at least that, um, you know, I had a lot of support, but I've seen that from, uh, you know, a lot of other people, um, friends who are trying to get their foot in the door, um, in various different areas of the industry, um, mm -hmm. and just having to really prove their worth, right? Like prove that they, they belong there and they have a seat at the table. But I think what's really, um, you know, the last couple of years, what I've, what's really been amazing is, you know, the, the different groups and the connection that, you know, women have, um, just to see, you know, something like you know, the publication that you're starting, um, and the different groups within, I mean, even just on Facebook or within different industry organizations, um, I'm part of a group in the music products industry, um, called swim smart women in music. And mm -hmm. it's really, giving women um, the opportunity to be exposed to different areas of the music products industry, um, mm -hmm. whether it's at the NAMM show or through different leadership opportunities. And I think these groups, um, you know, I've really seen that kind of like shift in the last couple of years, just really to, to women supporting women, but also, you know, I can't, I can't say all men don't support women because I've had some, most of my, um, leaders in the industry, you know, that I've worked closely with have all been men mm -hmm. right? and they've really supported my career. So I've really seen that kind of like shift, like how can we support women? How can we make their voices heard? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, you know, especially with what you're doing with Feminine Roar, I think that's really a, a positive, um, a positive organization that's really going to help, help women get their voices heard and show that they do have a seat at the table. Exactly. <laughs> um, other than Grammy, Grammy U and, and your organization, have you been part of anything, any other organizations in the industry that have really helped you kind of find your path? Um, or do you know of any that are, um, you know, I've, I've mentioned uh, SWIM, but I think there is a Facebook group called, um, there's one called Music Biz Besties and I know there's a couple other ones. Um, yeah, so many. Um, officially, like, because I was in college recently, so I couldn't afford to, like, join most of these organizations, but now I can. Um, so <laughs> there's Women in Music, which is amazing. Uh, there's Girls Behind the Rock Show. Um, I doubt, that's how I was able to find, like, my first opportunity in the industry. Um, there's Women in Management. Um there's so many. Yeah, so those are the top three that I get off the top of my head. Um, sound Girls. Yes, yeah, Sound Girls. Definitely uh, sound Amplify Girls. Her, Amplify Her. Um, whew, oh, my goodness. She said <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so yeah. I found a whole bunch. Yeah, so 
so many organizations have been able to help me and just like also finding like sisterhood and finding your tribe those are the go-to organizations they're really helpful especially in the facebook groups like if you have an um, idea if you have like a question like okay like what advice do you have for someone in their early 20s just like can you look at my resume like those are the organizations i would recommend any young aspiring professional to yeah. go Yeah. And one of the groups I'm part of, I've even seen like, Hey, this situation happened to me, mm -hmm. like either how would you respond or, you know, what are your thoughts? And I think that's really great to connect people because, um, you know, we, we get advice and experiences, um, you know, some, some are just, you know, experiences with like interviews and getting jobs, but others are even like, Hey, this person said this to me, like mm -hmm. what, how, how should I even respond to this? Right. And I think that's really important to have that community and connection and to, to get ideas from other women. Um, and, and even so much as too, in these groups collaborating, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm an artist and I'm looking for someone to help me with, a you know, PR or, you know, I'm in marketing and I need, you know, I'm looking for some experiences you know, is anybody, you know, looking to hire. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's great, you know, especially since a lot of us are, freelancers, right? Mm -hmm. um, to really make those connections. So yeah, so those groups, I'm going to list out as many of them as I can in the show notes so people can, uh, can find them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, the groups are amazing. Um, I guess kind of like I leading into that, um, do you have any resources that you'd recommend for other women um, looking to start in the industry besides um, groups, like any, I guess, books, courses, Um, yeah, so I would start off with the Holy Bible, the music industry, which is Donald Passman's um, book, All You Need to Know About the Music Industry, like that's the go to. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, second, I would go back again to like, the Grammy you and learn about like the Grammy because that's like the top tier organization. And just like, after that, just go down and try to find other organizations that fit into like what you're trying to do. Yeah. I, I knew you were going to say Donald Passman as soon as you said, <laughs> <laughs> I think I have two or three copies of that book from various years. So <laughs> it's just like, yeah. one of those things where, like, for instance, like when artists complain about like being taken advantage of by their record labels, there's no excuse nowadays. Cause it's like, right. you have access to the internet. Um, you have access to books, but it's just like, are you going to take the initiative to educate yourself? Mm -hmm. So First things first, grab the book. I think it's like $14 and read as much as you can um, and just continue researching and bettering yourself. Right. Yeah. No, I, I wholly agree with that. Um, I, I really believe in education and um, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but it's, you know, you don't have to be an expert in every single area of the industry, mm -hmm. but just, you know, especially if you're, you know, an artist, understand what royalties are, you know, kind of understand how they're calculated, understand, you know, legal contracts and all of that so that, you know, when you go to hire somebody, right, you're not taken advantage of, mm -hmm. you understand, you may not know all the specifics, but you at least understand how things are supposed to work. And I think that's really important. I think for anybody, whether you're an artist or you're just, you know, you're in another role in the industry is just to understand how that area works and how the industry works. Mm -hmm. Um, and that way, you know, when you do need to reach out for help or for someone, you know, exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important. Just, I, I believe in education so much. Um, 
but uh, yeah. And and those who don't educate themselves and who just rely on other people, I think that's where you hear the complaints and, you know, oh, I got screwed. And it's like, well, did you, would you educate yourself? Are you taking things at face value or are you also doing your own research? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Do you have any advice for women who want to enter the uh, music and entertainment industry? Yes. Um, first things first is follow your intuition. Um, cause again, it goes back to, are you going to listen to what other people say? Are you going to follow like what's in your heart? Another thing too, is just stand firm. Like don't let people talk you out of your ideas. Don't let them like dim your light. Don't make, don't allow anyone to make you self-conscious. Like believe in who you are, believe in yourself 210%. You'll be able to figure fig- you'll be able to figure out everything later down the line, but it all starts off with confidence. Yes. Oh, confidence is so important. I I was never super confident and I noticed a change once I started to become more confident and mm-hmm. how you know things progressed for me in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I that's hundred percent. And then do you have any, I mean, we talked about Donald Passman's book, um, but do you have any favorite books or podcasts or I mean, even artists or um, industry professionals that really inspire you and your career? Yes. Um, so I love Juliet Jones. Uh, she works at Atlantic Records. I've never met her personally, but I just like love her story and like how she got started in the industry. Um, podcast. Wow. I used to listen to podcasts all the time. This is so embarrassing. Um <laughs> I don't have any podcasts off the top of my head at the moment, um, but uh, Rap Radar does have a lot of great interviews. There are podcasts too, but they also do have the video version, so I would definitely recommend that um, if you're creative. Um, at the moment, I don't have any podcasts. Um, yeah. Um, also, who else inspires me besides Juliet Jones? Um, honestly, I think like all women, because it's just like I see myself in like every person, and it's mm-hmm. just like... I have like bits of pieces. Like, of course, I have my creative side, I have my business side, I have my personal side. So it's just like, I usually see myself in other women. It's just like, okay, I like this about you. Let me add this to my own story. So inspiration overall comes from everyone that I encounter. Yeah, no, that's, I love that. Um, I think there's a lot of women out there and a lot of professionals out there to really look up to and um, just, you know, see what they do, watch, you know, read their words, watch what they say. And, um, you know, they're, they're great inspirations. Um, all right. So last question here before we go, where can my audience find and connect with you and feminine roar? Yes. So you guys can find us at www.feminroar.com. Uh, that is feminineroar.com. We're also on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and LinkedIn. But um, I would suggest just going directly to our Instagram account because we have all that information in our bio. All right, perfect. I will link to all of that so everybody can find you. Um, and then you said the mentor program is going to be starting up in a couple months, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be posted on our website along on also on our Instagram account as well. Okay, perfect. So anybody who's listening and who's looking for a mentor, um, follow Feminine Roar and keep up with them. And then when the mentorship comes, I would highly recommend you take advantage of it because 
there's nothing better than a mentor, especially in this industry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Mammy. This was incredible. And I can't wait to share um, uh, your business with everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Christy. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.